I was sitting around over the weekend and I was thinking about procrastination and how it's pretty much when you really think about it, it's like putting your dreams on hold and you don't push pause on the clock because you can't and relentlessly it just continues to tick away all the precious moments of opportunity. That's what I was thinking about. I thought about all the times I used to procrastinate. I still do here and there. I'm human. But I was one of the biggest procrastinators that I knew. Seriously. And I know some procrastinators. But I, man, I was a procrastinator. That's all I did. I loved to talk about all the big things that I was going to do in life. You know how you get in these crowds of people and you, these movers and shakers that are handling their business or, or they just talk the big game as well. But I was one of the biggest. It was in those moments while sharing my, my lofty dreams, (laughs) I felt good about myself. Rather than feel empty like I was afraid of what the future held for me. Or, you know, it just made me feel good. It was better than the alternative of feeling empty with no future outlook. Because that's scary. That's really scary. It was. And and while I was sharing these, these, uh, these goals and these dreams. And I look back on it, it was almost as if I had rehearsed a script that read more like a fairy tale. Yeah. A fairy tale rather than an autobiography. I talked about now just just all these things that I was going to do. I didn't have a timeline on them. And for those of you who haven't heard uh, one of my uh, past uh, podcast episodes, I talked a lot about um, burst workers. <laughs> and I, I laugh when it comes to that because I remember the the uh, episode so well, so vividly. And for those of you who don't know what a burst worker is, a burst worker, and I guarantee when I give you this definition, <laughs> you're going to say, oh, yeah, I know someone like that. Or you're going to say you're that person. A burst worker, it's someone, it's an ideal employee or you don't even have to be an employee. This is just a person. (laughs) They're good at what they do. They're super good at their jobs and they can knock out a task without even blinking. They can knock it out. Seriously. Or shall I say sometimes emphasis on sometimes. And the reason I put emphasis on sometimes is because that's what a burst worker does. They are dynamite for short stretches. So in essence, they lack consistency. That is a that word consistency. Oh, my God. I used to hate hearing that word. But so that's what a burst worker is. And they lack it. They lack that consistency that you need. Well, and it was a reason I said that, because when I think back on how I would talk about these lofty plans, I was a burst dreamer. Yeah, I was a burst dreamer. I would boast about all my big plans and dreams, and I would use this cosmic energy from talking myself up to other people and I would go off and work on my fairy tale. I seriously would because as I would talk these lofty plans up and I would watch the room or watch the person, you know, you see their eyes light up like, man, you're really going somewhere. Wow. I wish I was like that. And I would use that energy and I said, yeah, yeah, now leave that conversation. I said, let me let me let me get on my game. 
Yeah. And I would run off and do that. But the problem was that those temporary dream bursts would never last long enough for me to actually see them materialize, come into fruition, shall I say. Why? Because you ever had a song put on repeat over and over and over? Well, I do that today. I love repeating stuff, repeating my songs over and over. I've been doing that since I was a kid. It's like I repeat it over to the point of I can't even stand the song anymore, meaning I don't even want anyone else to enjoy it because I've heard it a thousand times. Well, similar to that, that's what would happen. I would become this temporary burst dreamer. And then some distraction would show up and disrupt all my progress every time. And like playing that same song on repeat, I would find myself repeating my same patterns and submitting to all the disruptions every single time. And you know what I would do also? I would feel bad about myself, get down on myself. And then I would tell myself these lies like I work hard during the week and or I deserve hear what I'm saying. I deserve because I work so hard. I deserve to binge watch three or four of my favorite shows like a zombie at night or damn. I had a rough day at work. So let me pour this drink and forget my problems just for the night. I'll work on my fairy tale tomorrow. I won't even think about it. Guess what? I'm sure by now you guys can guess that fairy tale wouldn't even show back up until that burst of energy dream would hit me again in those crowds. And then just like before, just like that same song repeating, the cycle would start over again. Why am I talking about this? Well, I'm here to tell you. What if, just what if I told you that that scenario or these scenarios, they're not a coincidence? What if I went further and I told you that procrastination and disruption is all the devil's number one tactics to keep you from using gifts, your gifts, to reach your destiny. Would you believe me? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Be right back. Welcome to the Future is Now podcast. I am your host, Mr. Foresight. Join me on this journey of personal growth, success, and the intentional destination of unleashing our full potential. I believe that success comes down to having courage, confidence, but most important, taking charge of the future that God intended us all to have. Welcome back, my free thinkers. To another soul-stirring episode of the Futures Now podcast. I am your host, Mr. Foresight. And today, we have a powerful topic that we're going to talk about. We're going to be detectives today. We're going to uncover the devil's tactics. Most important, though, we're going to explore the, the, ne- the necessity and importance of being consistent. And while we're doing that, we're going to discover many more ways to maintain that consistency on our path to fulfilling our God-given destiny. Now, before we do that, we got to get ready. My free thinkers, we got to put on our armor. We're going to go into battle today. This is a battle. Repeat and say after me, God, Give me the courage to shun conformity whenever it threatens to separate me from your absolute best 
Father, teach me when rebellion is needed in order to guard my authentic self. Amen. Now, my friends, my friends and family, free thinkers, consistency. That's a virtue. It's so important and such a virtue that we have to focus on that as if our very lives depend on it. And you know why? Because they do. They truly do. Our lives are dependent on consistency. The journey toward our destiny is not easy. It is not easy. And a lot of you out there right now listening to this, you know what I'm talking about. Oh boy, is it rough? How many of you are going through some things right now that if you could have seen a preview of it, you'd have gave up a long time ago. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. And nothing echoes that more than the book of Daniel in the Bible. And I wasn't going to come with anything Bible related today, but again, it just came because it, it, it popped in my head. Mainly it popped in my head because this is something, a story from the Bible that I remember from decades ago because I've always been into angels. Being that I've been into angels, you know, anything angel related, and I have angels uh, all in my office at home, just it's always angels, you know, wearing um, just anything, chains and different things with with um, archangels on them. That's what I really like. Therefore, this story sticks to me. And it reminds me of my journeys and and, and what I'm going to use this story to do is illustrate the devil's tactics. So bear with me. Those of you with a pen and you want to take notes, please do. Because whenever I do this, whenever I bring the Bible and the good word into my discussions on this podcast, I am going to give you um, the reference chapters and the verses where I got this from. So you can go and see for yourself and hopefully it will put you on the quest and the hunt to do the same thing. Okay. So again, nothing echoes this more than the book of Daniel, specifically Daniel chapter 10, verse one and chapter 10, verse 12 and 13. Let's talk about first. Let's talk about Daniel 10, one. Now I'm paraphrase here. Daniel, he had a vision. And I'm using this. I would love for you guys to follow along with me, but you don't please, you know, just go back and do this. But let's talk about a vision that he had. Daniel had a vision and it starts off in that chapter with that Daniel chapter 10, verse one. He had a vision and I like in that vision that he had to maybe uh, a great idea. You guys had some some of you out there have a business idea that you're thinking about um, going after or some of you are like, you know, I'm meant to be a surgeon or I'm meant to, to go on and be a veterinarian or I'm meant to go to school and be a nurse, CNA. It's, you know, it's a lot of things, but you get the, you got this desire to do that. And some of you might not even realize where that vision came from, like to get a higher education. But it showed up. He's like, man, I just you might have talked to someone, a nurse or you know, someone just mentioned something. He's like, oh, that's a great idea. I think I'll start a business like that. The greatest businesses started from conversations or just just a happenstance. Well, like anything else, if you you had this this business idea or you had this, this sudden desire to go for a higher education, you knew going into it that it's going to take focus, determination and hard work. So in, in other words, these are things that are not going to be accomplished overnight. However, now you went after these things, but however, 
what you don't see is all the going in is all the in between obstacles and distractions that are going to pop up during that journey. You don't see that. You see the destination and you like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That's what's going to get me to financial freedom or that's going to help me help a multitude of people. So that's what I'm meant to do. And but you don't see all what's coming at you. You don't see any of that. Similar to Daniel. So Daniel had this vision. He prayed hard about this vision too, or this prayer. He seen something. He wanted it similar to your business. He he prayed. He prayed for three weeks, y'all. I mean, he prayed hard. He fasted. He fasted. He prayed. He mourned. And relentless. Some of you have been praying for a few days or maybe even a few years and you're you're in and out. You pray and then you forget about it and you come back later and you pray some more and say, yeah, well, it didn't happen. Maybe it's not for me. But this story tells a it shows you that in between parts that we t- that I, I spoke about that we never see. So again, he's praying. He prayed all this long time and he still didn't see any results. But check this out. Then if you go to Daniel chapter 10 verses 12 to 13, and I'm paraphrase again. It says that an angel arrived after three weeks and explained to Daniel that God heard his prayers the first time. The first time that idea or that vision came to to Daniel, God heard it and and blessed it and immediately sent the blessing. Where in the Bible it says that that angel that came to Daniel to to bring this message, he flew. He left heaven and flew down to Daniel. But something happened in between. He was withstood or held up for 21 days by the prince of the kingdom of Persia and he held that that angel he stopped him from reaching Daniel so Daniel doesn't see this he doesn't see any of this happening he just knows that it's been three weeks and I'm, and I'm sure back then in the Bible a lot of things would happen faster it's like they had a direct line to God and they, you know, the, if they was humble, it was God serving and fearing things just happen. It, it, it happened a little bit different than it happens today. Therefore, back in those days, I'm pretty sure that Daniel was like, man, God's not answering me. But he didn't see that he had already been answered. Now, Satan and, and and for those of you who don't know, the prince of the kingdom of Persia is a demon. It is a demon or an angel, a, 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 a evil angel, one that, you know, that was tossed out. One that meant no, no good to us. Well, it held that messenger. Wow. So what that told me is that the magnitude of our visions and our blessings determines the level of the demon that Satan is going to deploy to test our faith because the prince of the kingdom of Persia was who was keeping this angel from reaching Daniel. Now, he had to be strong. This 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 particular prince of Persia had to be really bad. 
I mean, like and and in bad, I mean, powerful, because it also says that basically he was so strong that Michael, the 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 chief prince, had to step in. Those of you who don't know who Michael is, he is the archangel that tossed Satan out of heaven. He had to step in. Long story short, Daniel's prayers were answered. But look at the problems that the devil caused. You see what I mean? You see that? That fear. And that's all it is. It's the fear that Satan had of that message reaching Daniel. So he's like, I can't, I can't let this happen. I can't let this happen. So he sent one of his strongest, which means the magnet is it was because of the magnitude of that message, that prayer, that blessing that God was sending. So it's a lot of you out there now. You've been wanting something and waiting from, for something and it still hasn't happened. You're praying, you're praying. And like I said, you, you go and you come with it. Well, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some things from this particular story that I found. And hopefully in that you will see why you haven't received what you are waiting for and how to receive it. First off, what I what I pulled from that was delayed obedience. Guess what that was? Procrastination. Now. Procrastination. It comes from, and I know this <laughs> personally, we get, most of us get, we start to procrastinate because we don't get something right away. It doesn't happen in the time that we felt it should have. Who are we though, right? So just as that that messenger in Daniel chapter 10 Verse 10, he was delayed for 21 days due to unseen spiritual forces. Our procrastination can hinder us from stepping into God's best for our lives. How many of you would have made it that long? 21 days, just strictly praying, fasting, just praying, believing believing that God is going to fulfill that vision that he put in your heart, that dream he put in your heart. How many of you can last that long? Well, honestly, it's the reason so many of us down here, we don't finish what we start because somewhere along the the line, we begin to procrastinate because we're not seeing the immediate gratification. So I learned a lot from that story. And I always thought about that story when I get down and say, man, I've been trying to um, reach this objective over here for so long. I've been trying and a lot of you, you're trying to, you know, climb yourself, pull yourself up out of this financial heap <laughs> that you're up under. And it just doesn't seem to be working. Well, I want you to some, next time that happens, I want you to think and say, it must be some reason that Satan does not want me to win. It has to be. And I want you to really start imagining because there's so much that goes on around us and that we can't see in the spiritual plane. And I'm not trying to spook you guys out, but I've always known this. Imagine the battles right now that are going on on your behalf on something because of something you're praying for something that you think is so small. Like why me trying to be a RN or, or me trying to build this business. Why would Satan worry about me? Why? It's just a business. I'm just becoming an RN. You don't know where that's going to lead. That's why. But, and here's the thing. He hears your prayers. He knows where that's going to lead. So he can't let that happen. Another thing that this procrastination does, it causes us to miss so many opportunities. It, it, 
it keeps us from getting God's best. And, and if you look back in, 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 in Daniel, he still was consistent and persistent when he was fasting and praying. And what did it lead to? Ultimately, after that 21 days, his blessing arrived. The revelation to God's plans, it arrived. He was consistent. Now, now you take us down here. We procrastinate. And because of that, we risk missing out on those divine opportunities and blessings. And we don't even know how good God is. He's already released it. He's already released it. And we mess around and miss our opportunities. We stagnate our spiritual growth. And we do that because we don't pray. And I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm trying <laughs> and I'm trying and I want to, and, and being that I'm on this journey, not perfect, but being I'm on this journey, I am going to use this platform to share with you guys because I know why I'm here. I know who pulled me out the dark, out of darkness. I know that. And I know when I flirted with the darkness, he still, you know, still gave me second, third, fourth chances. So I would be remiss not to echo that and share that because I know how what procrastination is and how the devil uses it to hinder our spiritual growth. You know, you go back to the angelic messenger in those verses, he was engaged in a spiritual battle on Daniel's behalf on Daniel's behalf. He was so that whole time he was fighting with this prince of Persia. Daniel was praying. He was. And then and when I sit here praying, he is saying, basically he kept the faith that, that God, you know, he gave me this vision for a reason. And therefore being that he gave me that vision for a reason, I'm going to see it through. I'm going to keep believing that God is going to answer. He's going to show up all this time. He doesn't see this in between what's going on. Like, yeah, he not only is he going to show up, but he has released it. And being that you still listen to this, listen to this being that Daniel still had enough pray, uh, um, faith to pray and fast and keep believing what did God do? He said, Michael, go take care of that. He sent the baddest of the bad archangels. Go take care of that because, you know, my faithful servant, Daniel, he's still believing. It's been 21 days. It's been 21 days. So go take care of that. And we think about us when we say, man, just imagine if you just continue out there, listeners, free thinkers. Just keep believing in yourself. You have a dream. You have a purpose and you keep believing in that because there's so many distractions that the devil throw at us. So he doesn't want you to do it. He's afraid. He is afraid. So just like Daniel, don't you think if you continue to have that faith, God is going to take care of that doesn't care what is holding up that blessing is coming your way. He's going to take care of that. And, you know, let's talk about unfulfilled purpose because that's what procrastination does. It keeps us from walking in the purpose that we was created for using our gifts. Remember how I always talk about, the gifts that we were given. And ultimately our gifts has nothing to do with us. <laughs> they have nothing to do with us. Well, back to that story again. And this is a short story. Oh my goodness. You guys can read that whole story in Daniel and probably 
depends on you, how fast you read. At the most, if you really want to chew your food and digest it, I would say take 10 minutes. Keep rereading. If it takes longer, fine. But I want you to, if you, if you want to go back and you're curious, go back and read that, that story. Daniel. And it starts chapter 10. Um, I want you to read it and digest it. Chew your food. Chew it. So again, back to Daniel. He denied himself during that whole period. He fasted, man, man, that's something. He fasted 21 days. Now us, when we procrastinate, what do we do? You know, what do we do? We indulge in laziness, complacency, and we deny ourselves the privilege of fulfilling our God given purpose, because a lot of us don't even know what that purpose is because we procrastinate. I was the same way, same way. I was the same way. And don't think I just turned over this new leaf and like, Oh yeah, I'm good. He doesn't like TV no more. I love TV. I love, uh, I talked about the binge watching because I got like four or five shows. I, I'll watch at the same time, but somewhere up in there kind of like, uh, it's these distractions and you'll say, I'll catch myself and I'll say, you know what? Hold on. Let me pull back a little bit. Maybe I won't do that during the week. Maybe on the weekend I'll watch some of these shows. Cause you can't deny it forever. I love, I get involved in these stories. It's an escape for me, but too much of it. And you're back to on repeat again. So I don't want my biggest fear with that. I don't want to not fulfill my purpose, especially for something like procrastination. I don't not. I'm, I'm afraid of that. I'm, I'm terrified of that. And because ultimately what it does is it weakens our faith. And I know it's a lot of you out there that are not even spiritual, but I know it's something you have faith in, whether it's yourself, whether it's your abilities, but still faith, whether you want to admit where it comes from or not, it's still faith. And I'm here to tell you when you procrastinate, it weakens that faith and it sows doubt and discouragement in all of our hearts. Now, again, let's go back to that angel, that angel. It fought with the Prince of Persia, that kingdom, just like when he was fighting with that, our procrastination, it can lead us into spiritual warfare because it weakens our faith in God's promises. And by God's promises, I mean, if he put a dream in your heart or vision, a vision in your heart, which is a dream still, uh, he put it there for a reason. He put it there basically as a promise. But he didn't say it was going to be easy to get to. And I'm telling you, procrastination, that right there is the biggest roadblock, the biggest barricade that the devil is going to throw at you. And he's going to tell you all kind of lies to, so that you just get relaxed and get off your game. He doesn't want you to be consistent. He doesn't want you to trust God. Actually, he wants you to be mad at God. He wants you to get angry at him because God is allowing you to struggle. He's allowing it. Why would God do that to me? We don't look at our lack of consistency, though. We don't look at the fact that we have to have faith that's stronger. We have to have faith that these dreams and these visions that we have and these spiritual um, road signs that we see along the way, you guys know what I mean. 
you had this vision or you had this business idea and somehow you seem to just know you're doing all the right things and you're pressing in the right direction because God puts these little these little road signs kind of like um, when you're on the highway and you, you're not trying to get lost and you just start reading the mile markers and it says you're close to your destination. It's the same way. You know when you're you're headed in the right direction or you're walking on the right path because he lets you know. He sends you little little hints like, yeah, keep going. Like when you get down there a couple miles, you turn right. Trust me, just turn right. So it's the same. Same with Daniel. He continued to pray and believe. Fasted. Twenty one days. And I'm telling you, back then that must have been are equivalent to probably 21 years, but 21 days. Wow. Wow. Cause I'm telling you, it probably happened a lot faster back then. Imagine if we was, imagine if, if things happened like they did then for us, like now that you knew God would come knock on your door. Hey, I'm here. That would be amazing. That would be awesome. And let me tell you, the world would still be behaving like it is today because back in those days, that is how God did. And you see the world was still violent. People still didn't believe or people still didn't care. They still committed crimes. So it would be no different today. It's just that those of you that have these dreams in your heart and these visions, I believe you, you would avoid the procrastination and have a little bit stronger faith because you know, Hey, God might pop up tomorrow. Keep my house clean. So I just want you to understand the importance of consistency, but I can't explore that without now talking about some of the devil's more crafty tactics that he uses on mankind. All of us, to keep us from our destiny. Remember, he did not want Daniel to reach his destiny so much so that he sent one of his baddest, baddest demons to hold that messenger up. And, and that destiny for Daniel was so important and such a, such a big, it was the magnitude of that blessing must have been huge because who did he send? Who did God send? Michael. Michael. Woo. So what I want to do now is I want to talk about some of these tactics that that Satan uses and how those tactics, they sort of like, they mirror those, those, Things that have been shown in the Bible uh, uh, happened in the Bible, but I want to talk about them in today's times. So his tactics, Satan's tactics are just that they're distractions. Okay. And they're meant to just have us look one way while he does something over here, keeps us from our goals because our goals especially if they're from God they, that he put in you, something that he put deep in you. That is for you. So it, and it, but it's, but it's from God. So it's automatically good. So how, cause you remember Satan knows as well inside out. So one of his number one distractions is pleasure. He knows how easily we, we yield to temporary pleasures and gratification. And it goes back to my binge watching things like that. Binge watching TV shows, mindlessly scrolling, scrolling on your phone, all that. But you know what his favorite is? His favorite, favorite distraction. And this one is going to strike a chord with all of you. He takes 
your setbacks and your problems and he make them so big, at least seem so big that that's all you can focus on. That's why I always tell people your mind is the, the biggest and most successful fiction writer. It is because your problem is always bigger in your mind. And you're just like, Oh my God, this is going to be horrible. This cannot end but one way for me. But you ever notice a lot of things that you, your mind writes up never happens like that. I always say that, but that's the devil. He takes your problems, your smallest problems, and he, he quadruples them and make them huge. He exacerbates them and just stretches these problems out to the point that you lie in bed at night and you just think about things like the debt, how deep you are buried under debt or, or this is another favorite. He uses stressors such as your job. He stress you out with that family drama or another one, self pity. You'll never be good. You'll never ever measure up to anyone else. Everyone else will always be better than you. Why are you even still walking around? Why are you even still living? These are the things that he puts in your head. He tempts you with anything that will keep your mind off of becoming great. Like you're supposed to be. And then, and then, you know, what we do, we lose focus. And guess what else? We end up right back on good old procrastination back on um, binge watching because I've worked so hard. Let me go drink a six pack or better yet. This is a 12 pack night. Oh, it's been rough. I got, I'm going through a lot right now. That's what he does because he knows that the longer we have to wait to reach our destinations that God has put in our hearts and our dreams, the better the chances that we'll give up and just settle and stay in that job, just settle and say, you know what? I'm not going to take a risk on that business because if it fail, what am I going to do? So, you know what? I'm just going to stay here. You know what? Why am I, why would I go and be a RN and just, I'll just stay a CNA. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with CNAs or anything, but if if God has seen more for you, then why settle? Why? Think about it. Daniel could have gave up. He could have gave up on day day four. He could have said, you know what? I'm starving. I'm not fasting no more. This is this is rough. This is rough. I know I had a vision, but maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe God changed his mind. I'm, I'm going to get me a turkey sandwich. He could have said that. He could have said that. And that, that angel, that messenger probably could have said, you know what? This dude is up here kicking my butt right now. I cannot break free. Let me just go on back to heaven. I see, you know, I see you, Michael, just this whole tight. I'm on my way back. Daniel don't, he don't have faith anymore. Man, when you think about it like that, though, when you really think about that, that's scary. That's scary. Man, I don't even want to think about that. Because that's fear and doubt. That's fear and doubt. Satan uses that fear and doubt to paralyze us, make us question our own abilities and keeping us in that dark realm of I can't. I can't. How many people, how many times have you heard somebody say, I can't or that won't work? I tried that. No, that won't work. It'll work for you, but I can't. I can't. That's questioning your abilities. Your, every time you say something like that, that's where the devil is trying to keep you in that mindset right there. Right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. 
Go watch some TV. Yeah. Go have a pity party. Yeah. Just go over there. There's nothing wrong with that. You tried. At least you tried. Yeah. Yeah. You can't make it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Something else will come along. Something else. You see? You see how that sound? He's instilling self-doubt and fear of failure in you. And he's he wants to discourage us all. He wants to discourage our actions. That's the main thing. It's our actions. You can dream all day. Remember what I said about me? Burst dreamer. Dreaming all day. Telling everybody about it. But as long as I don't take any action. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, that, that, that's Satan sitting back saying, yeah, go ahead. Talk about it. Yeah, make yourself feel good. Puff your chest out. And you know what? Once you're done talking about it and take that energy that you got from them. Go on over there and work on these lofty dreams that you have because I know that it's just going to be the same song over again. You're just going to repeat it. You're not going to finish. You're not going to finish because I know you. He knows you. He knows you. And what did it say in the Bible? What I didn't mention about that story with Daniel, because you remember it was 21 days. What I didn't mention is that when that, when that angel finally showed up, what it said is basically Daniel was exhausted. He was exhausted. Remember this dude fasted 21 days. And he was fearful when that messenger did arrive because it's an angel. His face was like lightning. It was an angel. He was afraid. You see, but he did arrive. And Daniel could barely walk. He could barely stand. See, Satan, he manipulates our insecurities. That's what he does. He uses our insecurities against us. And he does that to hinder our determination. And it's all just to get us to procrastinate because we've gotten so comfortable with procrastination because procrastination kind of feels good. Procrastination, see, procrastination doesn't seem like you're quitting. It just seems like you're putting things on hold for tomorrow or next year, or I'm going to do all these things when I retire. I can't do them today. He, the devil gets you to think that you don't have time. Therefore, slowly you begin to procrastinate. You begin to put other things ahead of what God is saying. Why not do it now? That's all it's about. And we fall into it. I've fallen into it so many times. It was just like I said, I keep, I've told this story and I'm going to make it brief, but excuse me. Uh, this, this very podcast, I was going to wait. I was going to wait and I was going to just say, you know what? Maybe next year, you know, and I have all the, everything that I need to do a podcast. And I chose to wait. And it was that one day I was driving. I was actually on a, a three day drive. Just me, just me. And those are the times when God cornered you in the car. And he came to me and he said, what are you waiting for? And I thought about it. I heard him. I heard him as clear as day. And I know you guys probably think I'm wearing a tin hat or something, but I'm not. I heard him as clear as day. And I was like, I was almost scared to say and give him excuses. Like, yeah, I'm waiting because of this. So I'm waiting because of that. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Why, why am I waiting? When I made it back home from that journey, I started, didn't know how anything was going to turn out. He, he, and he told me, God told me, he says, it's not going to be perfect, but as you continue and you go along your way, 
you will find your way and you'll be put on track where I want you to be. And those of you, if you listen from the the first podcast I did up to now, you will see the subtle, subtle changes, the subtle changes in me. And that's what I'm here to tell you. There's no perfect time to, 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 to start going after that, that dream he put in you or that vision he put in you. Don't worry about how you're going to get there, but you have to start action. You have to, because Satan is going to take that procrastination. You need to look at that procrastination like a demon. You need to look at it like a demon. And that is what you should be more afraid of. Why does he want me to sit down and, and just put things on hold? That's what you should be asking. Why can't I, I do this? Why can't I find the time to do this? What is Satan so afraid of? What is he so, what does he know about me that I have not caught on to yet? That's the question. Cause he knows what you're supposed to be. And then, so he wants you to, to, uh, rationalize and justify reasons to not do what you're supposed to do. That's a cunning tactic when you really think about it. He's going to get you to rationalize why now is not the time. That's scary. And then, in other words, he's getting you to postpone. Postpone your obligation because you deserve to relax or have time for yourself. I believe that that's a distorted perspective that he's painting for you. He doesn't show you the negative consequences of any of your, your decisions, your procrastination decisions. He doesn't just show you that. He doesn't show you why you need to be urgent at fulfilling your task. He doesn't show you that. He hides that. He He's the perverter of truth. He makes it seem acceptable to postpone important matters. And, and when you really sit and dwell on that, it ain't no different than when he deceived Eve in the Garden of Eden. He's been there since the beginning of the time. But your the main question you should be asking yourself if you're not doing and, and going after what God put in your heart and following that and sticking to that, your question should be, why? Why? Why am I procrastinating? What is the devil so afraid of? What is he afraid of? Man, my hair stands up when I say that. So why is he so, why does he have a prince? So, Cause you don't know the level of the devil that he has going at you. You don't know that you, we don't know. I just know the higher you raise, the stronger that devil going to be. So he's going to overwhelm you. He understands that more than anything that overwhelming you and making you indecisive and where you won't make a decision. Ultimately, it's going to paralyze you. It's going to it's going to keep you from taking necessary action. He and this is one I really when I really thought about it, I said, he bombards our our minds with numerous tasks, task after task, and it creates confusion. I know it does in my mind, and it makes it difficult to prioritize and execute anything effectively. Yeah, you execute the 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 stuff that really don't matter. I'm talking about the stuff that matters to God that he put in your heart 
that he put in your heart, the vision that he gave you. See, that's what need to be prioritized. That's what you need to be executing. Everyone has gifts. You have to use them because Satan, he amplifies conflict and pressure. And the only reason he's doing it is to, to provoke confusion. He doesn't want you to be prompt. He doesn't not at all. He wants you to procrastinate and some of us, we're procrastinating and putting things off to tomorrow like we're going to be here tomorrow. Man, and when you say it like that <laughs> and you think about it, yeah, I'll do it when I retire. Who the hell said you're going to retire? Have you, do, when do you know, how do you know when you're going to die? I'll do it when this happens. I'll do it when that happens. I know God made us in his image, but damn. I'm sorry. You ain't got that kind of power. You don't have that kind of power. That's why my brain races because I don't know how much time I have down here. I want to make good use of it. I want to reach. I want to reach that level I'm supposed to reach. And I want to do what God put me here to do. I'm not just here. It's, it's more than it's. It has nothing to do with me, just like it has nothing to do with you listeners. And here's another one. Here's another one. Actually, this is the last one I'm give you because this one, I want this one to strike a chord too for all my perfectionists out there. That's procrastination. <laughs> you hear that? Being a perfectionist. Being perfectionist, like it has to be right. You may be looking at yourself like, no, I take pride in what I do. I want it to be perfect. That's procrastination. It is. Wow. So you see, and, and I'm going to show you how. It's just an exploit. Satan is taking something like that. And because it's your desire to be perfect, put out a perfect product all the time. Like me in the beginning. Yeah. The podcast has to be perfect. I can't do it yet until it's perfect. You ain't even started. You ain't even started. And what that does is the result of that. You end up delaying or avoiding the task altogether because you can't be perfect when you do it. So you don't want to do it. And you, you lie to yourself and say, I don't want to be half-assed about it. Well, I'd rather be half-assed than no-assed. Pardon my French. So, so Satan, he influences people to be overly critical of ourselves and our work and what you don't see, you don't see the other side of this or where it's going to lead to like this domino effect. You don't see that it's going to ultimately make you feel incapable and it's going to make you feel incapable of meeting your own high standards. Do you see what's going on in all that? All that's procrastination. Because you're still not doing what you're supposed to do, what you was put here to do and use your gifts for. So, yeah, Satan is going to fuel that fear of failure. Because that's how uh, perfectionism is. When somebody's trying to be uh, perfect, all that is is they have a heightened fear of failure. That's all it is. So they can't put, they can't, they can't do something unless the the sun and the stars and everything just line up perfect. It's like proof proofreading until you're until you're blue in the face. You've read it a hundred times and then you've give it to someone else to proofread for you and they read it 
and then you put it out and there's an error. And now you know what you do the next time. Oh, I'm just going to take longer. I'm really going to go word by word, letter by letter, because that hurts you. And Satan encourages that. Procrastination is a self-defense mechanism against your potential mistakes of criticism. So I'm going to link that back to Daniel 10, chapter 10, verse 20 through 21. You see, he mentioned that the angel fought against the prince of Persia to prevent Daniel from receiving the insight that he needed. But it's, it's how that ended though. I want you to see how this ended and you're going to have to go read it for yourself too. But he also said that that messenger, that angel before he left, he said, he told Daniel that the prince of Greece would basically be showing up, but that Michael again would be there to help. So what I look there is don't think that just because you step out and you act, you get this vision and you say, you know what? I'm acting on it. Don't think that, <laughs> that everything is just going to be peachy cream after that. After you beat one demon, there's more going to come after you. And depending on the magnitude of what God has planned for you is going to depend on the size and the power of the demon that's going to be sent to disrupt you. Now, in understanding how Satan uses these hidden tactics to, to throw us off track and discourage us. It's all to encourage procrastination. But I didn't tell you all of that stuff today to scare you. Well, I did. Actually, I did. I take that back. <laughs> but I want to scare you in a good way. Whether you believe me or not, this fine. But I'm telling you, it's happening. Why I told you that stuff is that I want you to be more vigilant and seriously talk to, talk to the Lord, get guidance from him because that's what you're going to need to resist the temptation of procrastination. And the next time you have these problems, like when something is not going right or everything, just the whole mountain of crap is being dumped on you. I want you to take a moment to yourself and say, wait a minute. Why? Why? What is the devil afraid of? What's so special about little old me? And then you have to remember too, the devil, he preys on our weaknesses. And he exploits them. And the whole reason that he exploit them is to discourage us and derail us from our destiny. Because he knows, he knows what God has planned for us. He knows. And when Daniel prayed, ain't it funny that when God released that messenger, that the devil sent the prince of Persia to stop him. You know what that says? The devil hears your prayers too. Whew. Scorching. My God. That's, that's scary. That's scary. But yeah. Thank you guys. All my free thinkers. Thank you for joining me on what I feel is a transformative episode of the future is now podcast. I want you to remember consistency is essential. And with God by our side, we can conquer any, any disruption on our journey towards fulfilling our God given destiny.
Until next time, stay consistent, stay faithful, and remember, your future is now. I'm out. Woo! As we come to the end of another fire episode, I want to leave you with this thought. There's no limit to what you can achieve in life if you focus on setting and working towards your goals. So until next time, get out, master those challenges, and make no doubt the future will be yours.